From Jamit Studios, it's the Made in Africa podcast, a show where African founders and entrepreneurs shared stories behind their businesses and some of the experiences they've gathered along the way. Sit back, relax, and let's get learning. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Made in Africa podcast, a show where we invite founders and successful CEOs, entrepreneurs to share their journey with us and take us through how it was like bringing an idea to life and all that is involved really in running a successful business. This week on the show, we have Luther Lawoni. He is the founder and CEO of Price Pali. I mean, I know what Price Pali is, but I'll leave Luther to explain that to us. Um, Luther, welcome to the show. Can you kindly introduce yourself to us? Hi, thank you very much. Um, happy to be here. Uh, my name is Luther. Yep. I'm the CEO at PriceBally.com. And PriceBally uh, is a digital platform that enables consumers and businesses to buy and share bulk food items mm. sourced directly from farmers, wholesalers, okay. and producers. In the end, to uh, enable consumers get food affordably yeah. and also the producers and um a worthwhile amount for their hmm. for their effort. All right, awesome. That's what it does. Awesome. We'll go deeper into that later. But for now, um, can you share with us what your childhood was like? What was it like growing up? Did you grow up in Nigeria? Yeah, I did. Okay, what was your experience like? Uh, well, it was pretty good. I, I mean, I was born to a middle class family. Okay. Um, although I lost my dad um, mm. early on. So yeah, sorry about that. It was kind of tough, but, uh, you know, I went to a private school. Mm primary school, secondary yeah. school. Um, you know, it was, I think it was more like every child would. I spent most of that time in Ibadan. Oh. My primary school, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it was like when I was 18, 19 and stuff that I moved to Lagos and all of that. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, so I, I had a pretty decent, you know, yeah. childhood. Childhood, yeah. Yeah, but also factoring that, you know, I was living in Nigeria, so mm-hmm. I understood how tough things are. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I have that tough skin Nigerian thing. Definitely. We all have it. <laughs> yeah, if you live here. You yeah, can. you have to. There's no way around it. Yeah, so, um, so after um, secondary school, did you go to the university? Where did you school? Yeah, yeah so right after secondary school, yeah. I got admitted to OAU. Okay, wow. Yeah, I studied geology. Mm. Um you know, was it my? It was well, like it was tough. Like, yeah, very really tough. I, I didn't like it. Mm. It's more like, uh, well, OU is a very good school. Yeah, definitely standard and all that. But it wasn't the kind of school for me. Mm. And I discovered that early enough, and okay. kind of like, um, you know, it's. Uh, I'm a creative person. At the end of the day, I mean, I was a science student and all. Yeah. But I'm more of a creative person that wants to like bring ideas to life okay. and things like that. Yeah, but yeah. you was kind of like mechanical yeah. and it was really tough. Academics mm. was tough. You read a lot and stuff. So mm-hmm. I couldn't cope. I left. Wow. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but that was when I really kind of like started the entrepreneurial journey one mm. way or the other. It was yeah. either hustling this or mm-hmm. that. And yeah, until, you know, it became uh, onto my first startup, which was a partnership with a friend who... Mm. Uh, had this um, potato Lagos thing going on, and you know, okay. from there was when I started off. But eventually, I still um, went back to University of Lagos. Oh, uh, yeah, where I, uh, you know, studied business administration. Okay, 
I mean, it was natural for me because yeah. I was ready in business. And mm-hmm. I could easily like spark my exams and things like that. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, so that's the story. All right. What of your uh, professional background? Like, did you work for someone before Price Pali? Or what did you do prior to Price Pali? Yeah. So I missed that part. Okay. I didn't work for someone. Wow. So, <laughs> that's so interesting been, yeah it's always been one yeah. idea or the other hmm. um it's always been me you know putting things together and getting value from it hmm. uh before my really organized you know what you call a startup yeah you organized that yeah different things i was in uh, i remember i was trying to i launched a product then very early stage of um, facebook in nigeria when facebook was just yeah. like you know a few people on them and all that yeah I had these green white polls, mm. uh, which was a teacher platform for, for voting. Like yeah. Wow. On critical issues. Yeah. So wow. we to conduct um, surveys. Yeah. And the idea was to have that data, mm-hmm. you know, over a period of time to be able yeah. to compare, you know, yeah. what's going on. I remember um, during Fashion last time that we really picked on it. And mm. We used to run these polls on him and his activities yeah. and all that. But it was hard to sustain economically. Okay. You know, um, how do you make money off it? Exactly. How do you monetize yeah. it? Yeah. How do you monetize it? So it was really hard to answer. So I dropped it and oh. had to move on to other <laughs> things. Yeah. So all one right. business or the other, I've never had the opportunity to work well, for, someone, for someone. But yeah, I would say, yeah, because you work for people, right? Mm-hmm. Like the company needs this and all yeah. that. And yeah. Work for them. So, yeah, so but not in the employee kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Not as much. Awesome. Awesome. So at what point did Price Pali begin to take shape in your head before mm-hmm. it even became an actual business? What led up to that idea? Or what did you have like an aha moment and you were like, let me do this stuff? Or how did it come about? Uh, so good question. I've had, I mean, I said this in multiple ways. Yeah. But, you know, I'll try and be detailed here. Okay. Um, so, Many things like I, I was I was working on a startup. I mean, I was CEO at um, Lucy.ng, yeah. which was e-commerce for branded merchandise. Okay, and it was going on well, um, but I just wanted more. Okay, like I had built Lucy to extend that it was, it was doing okay without mm. me. Like there was a process. Yeah, all things moving. So mm-hmm. I don't get very excited. All right, kind of environment. Yeah. It's already settling yeah. and all. Like, you needed a new challenge. Some chaos. Yeah. and all that. <laughs> some so, chaos yeah so the first I mean around that time I'd been looking at food yeah but not critically I know that food is a big good business I knew mm. farming is what you you know where the real money is yeah. in Africa I knew food is really really critical and things like that but mm-hmm. I never really you know then I um I went to China um mm. I started hearing of uh, Pinduoduo okay uh, Pinduoduo you know, Can you share with us how you went to China or what took okay. you to China? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, was at Lucy. Okay. Um, we had this Alibaba. Yeah. Yeah. Had this program for entrepreneurs, which we um, were called on. All right. You know, so uh, it was about a week plus mm. stay in China. Okay. Alibaba in yeah. office, so that you see what e-commerce was yes, like, like. stuff like that. And oh, it was nice. really enlightening because it was at scale. I can you imagine. See what's possible and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. So. Uh, pretty decent experience okay. and I kind of like fell in love more mm-hmm. with you know uh, e-commerce, e-commerce and yeah. see what's possible because you know these are the early stages China had already moved ahead and stuff yeah. so yeah yeah. so I started looking out for the really tough challenges okay. um, heard about Pinduoduo kind of like, like the model I already mm-hmm. you know had that kind of model in my head because it's yeah. even normal here we do those things normally before mm-hmm. you know any tech and all that comes in Yeah. so that 
and also a desire to just latch on the next experience. Okay. Yeah. Then the question around food came when I got married and my wife would okay. know, um, write down the expenses. Yeah. She would put in a chart, a mm. bar chart monthly. I used to see how food was always spiking and wow. it makes sense. So, wow. yeah, I was looking at that problem and did more research, mm-hmm. you know, got more information around the critical problems, yeah. what exactly happening. And then we had to like validate that, like, okay, this is All a right. problem. How do we solve it? Yeah. And yeah, from then on, one thing leads to another. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we started seeing what the problems are, started yeah. solving it for ourselves. I decided to build an MVP. Mm. Uh, the day we launched the MVP, we got an order. Wow. So I knew we were onto something. Yeah. 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 So um, from there, we just, just mm. picked up. Yeah. Wow. Um, before I even ask this question about what it took to build the MVP, yeah. Um. Was there at any point or till now? Mm-hmm. Is there any? Okay. No. Not now that your business is actually working fine. I mean, before price Pali, yeah. did you at one point think, okay, if entrepreneurship doesn't work, mm. how do I survive? No. I. I mean, I had no choice. Mm. So it was a do or die affair. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that right on yeah. when I was in university. I yeah. knew I didn't want to follow that path. Mm. I knew if I. I mean, my mom used to be mad at me then. But I <laughs> like, knew that if I graduated, yes. That would be my problem. Like, mm. I would have to like get yeah. into something. Yeah. That wasn't what I wanted. Mm. You know, I knew right. that wasn't for me. So I delayed that. My friends were graduated already. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't. I knew I didn't want it. So. Right. Right. But right after things were in shape, I had yeah. a platform and all that. I went back just to just to get yeah. That. That. Not like I'm a, educated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Formally. Yeah. That. yeah. Mean, for anybody who requests that, yeah, I have, I have it. it. Yeah. yeah. But it. It, it wasn't really. <laughs> thing for me yeah, but yeah yeah i had to like take that decision all right yeah awesome so what did it take to build the mvp how did you approach that um a lot of um experimentation mm. in the sense of going to see what's happening on ground yeah yeah visited markets in lagos outside mm. of lagos in the north just see what's wow. happening across different food chains yeah yeah um how do tomatoes get to lagos okay how do, um, yeah, like basically the supply chain, everything supply that has to do with that. Yeah, yeah. We just wanted to know. Mm-hmm. I knew I needed inform- as much information as possible. Yeah, I wasn't a farmer. I wasn't, you know, never had the experience. Yeah. So that was my secondary school. We used to like cut grass and, farm and <laughs> yeah, stuff. yeah. But that was that was very pre- pre- preliminary. Yes, it was very little. So <laughs> yeah. first was to absorb as much knowledge as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then start saying, okay, what do we do here? What yeah. do we do here? How do you know? Quite a lot of things to do, wow. especially in the yeah. space, because okay. there's a lot of food, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a lot of ways mm-hmm. each of them are. There's so many inadequacies yeah. that have to like uh, really create a protocol for each food item and stuff. Mm. So um, yeah, we uh, we kind of like um, you know had a lot of information then tested on WhatsApp, yeah. like oh. people, yeah, that you want to buy food, really, yeah, they had some things here, and yeah, there. then. Uh, validated it. I also am very, um, I look at, I mean, I like businesses that involve women. Okay. Like women are your customers yeah. or women are in the process. Why do? They make things go, <laughs> yeah, they, they are your best customers. Like, really? Yeah. Wow, I'm just hearing this for the first time. That's so, why I'm very intrigued. No, so wow. women, women like socialize a lot. Yeah, okay. They, they very care true. about themselves. Yeah. If they do, if something works for them, they tell their friends. Exactly, yeah. Don't bother about this. Yeah. yeah. A guy wouldn't bother. Bother, yeah. To like ask yeah. him and things exactly. like that. So, hmm. the communication and, hmm. you know, when they love something, yeah. they go out. They definitely it. share yeah. it, yeah. And they deserve it. Like, right. The, yeah, my right. wife 
I didn't want my wife to go through what she <laughs> yes, did yes. to get food. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, so it was part of it, like all that all right. came together to validate it. Then mm-hmm. a friend of mine who I'd met earlier, his name is Deepak. Okay, he I built the tech. Yeah. yeah. So he came up with something simple. Mm. Yeah, a website. We pushed it out there and it worked. So we knew we were onto something and we've been on it since. Wow, wow. Okay, share with us how you came up with name Price Pali. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, those are like the exciting times and yeah. in building and in starting up. Yeah. Like the name, you know, I took time out to see, yeah. okay, what am I trying to achieve here? <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, the idea was people coming together to buy, to achieve more. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what the model is about. So, yeah. Um, people piling on prices, you know, just mm, the scam. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Pali, my friend, yeah. connection, money, okay. pricing, you know, all those that just came together yeah. from that word. Awesome. Know. Amazing. Um, I read online that you, okay, overall, what I saw on Crunchbase when I looked into Price Pali was that um, you secured a total of 600K in funding. Mm, yeah, more than that. Okay, more. Um, Then, at what point, when you started initially, did you realize that, okay, I think we'll need investors to actually push this product out there? Before I started. Oh, really? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, I could have yeah. done it without investors' mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's something we're trying to achieve. We're trying yeah. to, you know, the model is success is based on growth. Yeah. The more you can do, the less you can make food expensive. expensive yeah. yeah. The more I can plan for exactly. food, the more I can forecast demand, yeah. like that. So, I knew from the onset, I didn't have that kind of money. Okay. So, I was, it was going to come from All right. investors. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Amazing. Um And, um, now, what I'm curious about, you, you say that you want to provide this food, one, affordable to people yeah. and also get them like the freshest yeah. they can get off the market. Yeah. Um, can you explain with us how that process, what that process is like? Is there quality assurance? How do you test for the uh, quality of this of this food stuff? Uh, is there a process for that? Yeah, there's a process, okay. but I can't really go into detail. Okay, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Straight secret. I had yeah. an experience this morning okay. where... Um, an investor I'd spoken to opened up to and all of that mm. gave him all the details he wanted yeah. so our operations and all yeah. went ghosted us and went back in direct competitor so wow. you never know how to oh do. my goodness yeah so I wouldn't be able to share details oh my goodness yeah but there's a problem didn't he sign an NDA so the normal thing is NDAs investors tell you they won't sign NDAs that it's a waste mm. of time and time yeah. Like yeah which I understand yeah yeah but wow but you do Wow. Uh, well, that's part of the mm-hmm, whole process, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, we do have, you know, um, processes for okay. each food item. Yeah. Each food item we have has its own protocol. Okay. How it's, you know, how it's farmed, where yeah. it's farmed from, who who brings it, how right. it's brought in, uh, the handling and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, but you guys don't do anything with the handling. Do you guys take inventory? Yeah, we... Or keep inventory, we, rather. Yeah, partially. So okay. it's a quasi, like... The inventory we get today gets out tomorrow. And oh, oh, right. Yeah, things like that. So, wow. Um, we have the process from the procurement to the yeah. quality control to, you know, the pig packing and sorting yeah. to, you yeah. know, um, deliveries. Um, all that process is, you know, detailed per mm-hmm. product. And okay. Per, you know, how it's, it's all the supply yeah. chain issue. Yeah. Like, yeah, um, I'm not the expert. In all right. That, so. <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah, we have all that process in okay. place to make sure that the what we care about is, you know, getting the prices affordably. Yeah. yeah. Um, getting you the best quality mm-hmm. at the best possible price. Yeah. And also the safety of that food. Mm. So all our processes cover for that. All right. Yeah, and we guarantee that for consumers. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Um 
educate me on this. Um, what is the most challenging part of your business? And that challenge, obviously, I, I'm thinking this will be relative to our um, yeah. uh, our geography, exactly, yeah. Nigeria. So, but what are the challenges that you are facing currently in the business that you feel maybe the government could do something better to, <laughs> to help? Or what are the challenges you are going through both internally and externally in your business? So, you know, the longer short is yeah. it's Nigeria. Yeah. Nigeria is a problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can um so every part of it. Mm -hmm. That's why it's a that's why it's a business that people are trying to make sense of. So from everything, from the um, you know, organizing the market, a lot more organization would make this make sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of um actual support. Okay. Yeah, because uh, you hear a lot of, um, you know, the government is disbursing that, or even yes. startup startups. Yes. You hear startups saying they are supporting five thousand farmers, mm -hmm. this one ten thousand, blah blah blah. But on ground, you're not seeing anything I like that. I don't see. Wow. Like it's horrible. Like, <laughs> wow. It's horrible. Yeah. You know, these farmers who yeah. deserve a better, you know, life than they currently yeah. have. They don't mm. get all that. There's a lot of noise around agriculture, you know, support. Those supports are limited. You know, wow. the key things are there's a lot of you know we give them knowledge gap I mean, yeah. knowledge, they need more than that mm. you know they need critical real critical support yeah. they need capital honestly they need capital yeah. you need to deploy capital yeah. for them yeah. for you have to like, choose those who, yes mm -hmm. you have to support them like really do those basic yes. things because you're talking about food here but all that is just mm. a lot of noise mm -hmm. from what I've seen. Yeah. Uh, but yes, definitely there are startups out there who are, you know, okay. uh, doing good. Yeah. Um, there are some state governments as well who we see their actions mm. and all that, but a lot more yeah. needs to be done. Yeah. A lot more needs to be done. A wow. simple thing that would drop the cost of food today is if the government would dedicate the rails. Okay. Right. Yes. You know, it's just like dedicate part of it. Like let mm -hmm. this move items from Kano or wherever to yeah. Lagos. Yeah. Put some money in it. Let that Honestly, work. Honestly. I'm telling you the price of food will drop like 25-30%. Wow. Yeah, because wow. the major, I mean, a 25-30% icon food prices yes. can always be blamed on transportation, transportation at every yeah. point in time. In yeah. fact, it can be higher the mm. festive periods mm -hmm. and all the yeah, bad sure. roads and all of that. And yeah. When you move those things via those space, they come late, they are spoiled. Damaged, They're yeah. Damaged is oh, wow. just insane. Wow, wow. A simple, I mean, that's one out of many things the government mm -hmm. can do. Just dedicate that, wow. take the trucks off, move yeah. it smarter and faster. And, you know, but, you know, it's Nigeria shit. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. I mean, yeah. it, everyone shares the same sentiment, really, because the government is not really helping in any way. Although recently, you heard yeah. about the Startup um, Act that was signed into law. Yeah, yeah. We are hoping that if that is implemented properly, things will change. Yeah, I mean, we, <laughs> Hopefully. we still make progress. Yeah. Like, at least we're not where we are 10 it's years true, ago. True, true, very true. You know, but very true. We just feel like mm -hmm. you know, if you do a lot more, we'll see yeah. a lot more. Although I feel like most of the progress we've made so far our individual effort, private effort, not necessarily definitely, the government, if we, if we look at it critically. Definitely. I support that yeah. as well, but uh, we'll still give it, we mean we are existing mm -hmm. here yeah. quite safe. Yeah. Yeah, so we still yeah. give them, which is their job. Exactly. Yeah, we'll still give them that. Yeah, so the problem with um, bandits and terrorists that have been attacking farmers, yeah. has that affected your business in any way? Of course, yes. Mm. Yeah, so food is expensive because of that. Bonos and stuff yeah. that are known for beans and okay. and all that. They can't you that effect alone increases yeah. the price of food. Mm. 
In fact, um, we've limited our direct farmers, you know, um, engagement okay. to the southwest. Oh, yeah, just because, yes, just of, because that. of that. Yeah, insecurity stuff. Security. Yeah, you know, the less That's sad. see what happens here, yeah. and when things are, yeah, because you. Although it's never happened mm -hmm. to us, but you don't want to risk it. Like, true, true, very yes, true, yeah, so very true. You can't send someone there to go and yeah. do something. You no, know, no, that's no. A risk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So exactly. Hopefully, exactly. that kind of like changes over time, and yeah, uh, you know, things will get back to normal. But yeah, it affects. Wow, everything affects. Like, wow, <laughs> it's just sad. Honestly, it is sad. No do you think? Um, would you? Okay, let me let me put it this way: Gen Z, basically, or <laughs> the younger generation, no one is looking at farming for any reason, mm. uh, especially when it has to do with the actual farming, like using your yeah. hands to till the ground. Yeah, they are looking at how they can through tech probably get yeah. into that area. Do you see, um, young young stars like myself? going into farming because no matter as the as the as the years progress we are saying that most of the farmers we are we, we see on the farm are actually old people mm -hmm. so how do we sensitize younger ones that there's an opportunity in this in this sector that mm. you should take advantage of now that you can actually leverage technology as well too to help in that regard well, so I wouldn't blame anyone who is not like looking here. Yeah, yeah, it's, mm. it's not glamorous. It's not. <laughs> it's not sure. Yeah. Okay. It's not like agriculture. Yeah. Yeah, it's harder here. Like even if you had all the, you know, the risk is still. Yeah. Even if you had all the support. Okay. Not to talk about you know have the support that you have to deal with the risk. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't often see a billionaire farmer in Nigeria. No, you, you, don't. Don't. you don't. You don't. You don't. You, you don't see a billionaire farmer. True. You don't see a farmer that drives. You know, True. takes care of his Yeah. Family. There are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but not as many. Mm. You know, there are guys who are doing a lot of things that yeah. I know. They're, you know, guys who have deals in Dubai yeah. of farming tomatoes. Wow. You know, so yeah. So it's there. Wow. The opportunity is mm -hmm. there. But, you know, it's like um, what hip hop was in Nigeria at some point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, was, it was just <laughs> drappy and all yeah. that. But now it's a lot of stardom and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it will come there. Like, mm. hopefully we'll get yeah. there. Like when... Well, the likes of us, yeah. a lot of money off this, people will be like, oh, yeah, there's, there's an opportunity, opportunity here. here. Yeah. yeah, so I'll give it time, but okay. I think naturally, I mean, things things happen. I think yeah. there's people will still right. understand that that's the key mm -hmm. part of yes, grow, human survival. Yeah, exactly. People eat every day. Eat every day. Like, <laughs> even for your own survival, yeah. survival of your country, mm -hmm. something to look to. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, um, I wouldn't know how to answer that as to how to attract people, yeah. but I think that would kind of like settle itself. Some okay. people would be interested. Yeah. But the, I mean, again, it's something like the government can really yeah. uh, push out there or even the private sector. Okay. You know, the likes of us will try and do things yeah. like that. You know, when we get to that stage mm -hmm. where we can really support and exactly. stuff like that, we'll be able to like, you know, show it. Because there's a lot of money there. Yeah. I mean, for the survival of your country alone, mm -hmm. Food needs to be taken into consideration. And, and what's your thoughts on? I mean, there are platforms that allow people invest per se in agriculture. Like you put five thousand naira. Don't do those it. platforms. Don't do you don't. You don't approve of those things. Not at all. Hmm. Never. Did. Why is that? Again, because of yes, the risk. the risk associated with it. Yeah, yeah. you're dealing. And you, you're dealing with people who don't understand that risk. Hmm. You're dealing with people who just hoping that you're going to give them yeah. money. So you're promising. What you can't you necessarily can't deliver. Yeah. Wow. You talk to a bank, the bank will see the analysis. Yeah. Let you see how this is not possible hmm. or what we should do. Yes. 
not you know it was more like a like gaming, gaming but i know yeah. the right the right yeah. the first people yeah that entered that that started this had a kind of like a good model and they were okay like, yeah trying to yeah but it was a risky model mm-hmm. then a lot of people now now came in it. just to get just, quick quick cash yeah it's just a mess mm-hmm. like you tell you will farm yeah you can farm yams and your harvest won't be what you or you can farm it have the right harvest and when yeah. you get to market you can't the sell the price. for the prices yeah. you you planned for yeah there's no wow. data for you yeah so Things like that. Hmm. I mean, I, I can't borrow money from the public <laughs> yes, yes. to farm. No. To farm no. It's not a smart thing to do. Wow. Wow. Thank you for clearing that. Uh, because no. there was a time it was really raving and everyone was just... I, I don't want to mention any platform, but I think a lot of people lost a lot of money yeah, at that time. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, you are dealing directly with with um, consumers. I think it's kind of like a B2B2C. If we look at it, yeah? Yeah, it's both B2C, B2B. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, generally, I don't know, most people feel like dealing with customers directly is a lot of work. Uh, have you worked, have you dealt with businesses directly? Okay, having worked with businesses directly mm-hmm. and consumers directly, mm-hmm. if you were to start a new business, say, sometime in the future, mm-hmm. would you still consider working with consumers directly? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I love them. I love them. <laughs> wow, this is the first time. No, I do. Yeah, yeah. I actually hear that. No, yes. There's, there's been a couple of um, articles around how yeah. B2C doesn't make sense in Africa. I'm yeah. Like, I don't. I totally don't agree to mm. that. It makes no sense to me. Mm. You know, with that, I mean, study what people, study people buying today. Yeah. A lot of consumers are buying things every day. Exactly, yeah. yeah we have a population of 100 um, million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you expect? Wow. That's a huge population. Mm-hmm. Now, there are considerations around their earning power. Exactly. Their whatever. Purchasing power to power, cost of acquisition. Like cost of acquisition. Yeah. And things like, yeah. So, <laughs> if you look at all that in your in your own business, yes. it doesn't make sense. Fine. Don't okay. Be, yeah. But in ours, it makes mm. a lot of sense. Wow. Yeah. We wow. have consumers. So, it is very, very much relative. It is. I mean, I'm solving, we're solving a very critical problem. problem so, yeah. I see my wife facing that problem. Mm. And I know a lot of more wives would yes. not want to face that problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there are a lot of them. Mm. So as long as Nigerians get value, yeah. they'll, be, they'll, they'll, they'll jump mm. on it. Mm. That's just the truth. So wow. um, talking about how I understand the the thought around B2B, you get more yes. volumes and things exactly. like that. Yeah, fine. Mm-hmm. But who's going to take your like, consumer? Income is actually predictable when you're dealing with businesses. Yeah, but it's not <laughs> even that sure in Nigeria. Yeah, There's a, right. it's Nigeria is a peculiar case. Yeah. You deal with businesses and they don't pay you. I'm not, I mean, mm-hmm. Just because they don't have the money. Yeah, yeah. People just, you know, think of what it looks like there, yeah. you know, try to assume here and it doesn't necessarily work like that. True, true. Yeah, it's, I think it's part case but i really do not agree to that yeah. line of thought that okay. b2c companies can make it in in nigeria yeah. i mean if we really it's think true. of it there are several um ideologies or, or business concepts and models that have been tried and tested in other countries that actually yeah. worked but when they came to nigeria it, it just flops totally yeah. honestly we are really a peculiar market yeah definitely <laughs> um okay in terms of um you've been operational now for how long uh, 2019, so that's about okay. Three, three years. years. Yeah. Okay, in terms of revenue, how's the business doing? Are you profitable now? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we're profitable three months in a row. Okay. Yeah, nice. yeah but the the thing is, if we want to grow, if yeah. we want to acquire more customers, yeah. we keep spending. Okay. So those spends make us go back to our red. But yeah. if I wanted us to be profitable today, I just yeah. switch off some. I switch off some some channels, okay. some expenses, and I'm back profitable. Oh wow, nice. Yeah. So. It's yeah, Impressive. yeah, profitable. Impressive. Um, how is it like managing people <laughs> as a CEO? <laughs> oh, <God>. So <laughs> I had a 
you know, I had the, I had the morning. Today's my my team meeting this morning yeah. didn't go well. Okay, just because of this, mm. you know. So it's not easy. I think it's the hardest part of it. Yeah, yeah. Dealing with people's ego, mm. dealing with your own ego. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, getting people to work mm. together, even and now it's, it's very peculiar because yeah. we have, um, we have sixty plus years old people working with us. Wow. And we have um people that are eighteen, nineteen working mm. with us, mm. and they interface. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's hard to deal with, mm. you know, and the context, the cultural context of yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, true, and true. Res- expects and some respect. Yeah. But the Gen Z really doesn't care. They don't care. No, <laughs> they don't so care. Manage those kind of things. Yeah. yeah. I have, and it's a very diverse <laughs> team as well. We have an Indian in the team. Yeah. You know, so oh. it's it's tough, mm-hmm. you know, but it works mm. at the end of the day. And it's, mm. when the results come, it's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. yes. We had a party uh, on Sunday. Okay. You know, the old team and all that. And it really, really wow. you know, brought the team together. Yeah, nice. That young with dancing. Yes. It was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> wow, so nice. when you see that, you kind of appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But it's a headache. You know, I the, can't the, yeah, processing that. <laughs> but it works. Yeah. Know? And I love the team. Like, mm. yeah, I wouldn't be able to do anything without, without them. them. Yeah. What do you enjoy most about running your company? Well, the share opportunity they have to do this. Mm. Yeah, I wake up to do is like yeah. I'm excited about yeah okay. that alone gives me yeah <laughs> what I you know wake right. up to see everything. what's a typical day in the office for you like hmm. depends on how the day before was okay uh, sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I just processed that now okay yeah so you know um, it depends on how when I sleep okay yeah sometimes I have to sleep really late because I have kind of nothing to do yeah so those kind of mornings I kind of like cheat a bit wake okay. up a bit late yeah then um, you know, get on my phone, mm. uh, get on the team Slack, yeah, see what's going on. Okay. Then I have eight AM meetings every day for okay. supply chain. Yeah. I have uh, another one, nine for you know, so I have stand up yeah. like three stand ups a day. A day. Yeah, oh. I have to attend to. Mm-hmm. Amongst other things um I have to do. Sometimes I have events, those things that you have yeah. to attend. Sometimes it's more about strategy, mm-hmm. shutting down, you know. Not doing anything exactly like about anything. shutting down. I was going to ask how you man have you ever been burnt out before and how do you manage that? Of course, I've been burnt out, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It happens like I don't know, it's just it's usually a cycle. Okay. I know when it's coming, like, mm. yeah, you, I start to drag and all that, yeah. and I try to like find it, you know, my peace. Yeah, like most evenings, I take a walk. Oh, yeah, take a walk just to clear my head. Yeah. I have my own time okay. spent with myself. Yeah. yeah. So those times I'm recalibrating, I'm thinking mm. and, you know, so it helps with burnout. But the times I, do, I, I think I'm burning out, I just switch off, like mm. pass on the responsibility yeah, to another someone person and just stare or just sleep. Or, yeah. You know, just give yourself that time yeah, to heal. To heal then sort of. you come back and you are able to do a lot more. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. Um, are there mistakes you made starting out in this current business that you think or you wish you hadn't made? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm trying to figure which yeah. I'm trying to think of which um or something you think you could have done better. To be honest, um, yeah. even if it was a mistake, I've like we've like worked on it and okay. rectified it. So yeah. it's hard to say. But um I think the first will be, I mean. The timing was right. The timing okay. going to the market was right. Yeah. Well, uh, 
to be honest. I'm trying to plan. <laughs> no, it's fine. If you if you if you can if you can make anyone out now, I'm, I'm not sure of which one. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure of you know many mistakes, but yeah, um, I'm just kind of blank to see which one to choose. Choose. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll remember before we... All right. Um, then this is the final question. <laughs> okay. um, pieces of advice for aspiring founders, people that are looking to start up with something of their own, based on your own experience, what can you share? In Nigeria? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Mm. Yeah, it's tough and it's, um, it's wicked in a sense, mm. yeah, because mm. many of times you're trying to do something good, you know, you expect to have all the support possible, but it's not just there. Mm. Um, you need to be very persistent. Okay. Yeah, you'll be knocked down a lot of a lot more times than you'll be picked up. Mm. So persistence, consistency is very key. Okay. Yeah, there's sometimes it doesn't make sense, but the fact that you still went through that, um, you know, regimen that day, that uh, that thing you've set for yourself, yes, it's been set yes. for yourself. You see somehow the next day just becomes better. Mm-hmm. You just see that the journey is mm-hmm. you're on you're on the right path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um. First, I think we should also look at the critical problems we have in the country. You know, there's a lot of blaming around going to the government and things like that. Yeah. If it feels like these people are not going to do anything, mm-hmm. yeah, some people better do something. Yeah. 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 From that perspective alone, um, you'll be able to do more apart from the money. Yeah. Yeah, I want to make a lot of money. I want mm-hmm. to like make a lot of money from Price Valley, but what drives me more in Price Valley is to create that system. Okay. And I see that even when I'm gone or when I'm old it's running. or something, yeah. it's actually doing what we intended it yeah. to do, like getting people their food affordable wow. and things like that. Wow. The impact of that is way more than any amount mm-hmm. of money I can make. Mm-hmm. So uh, we need a lot of thoughts around that. We need okay. a lot of um, you know, people building solutions. Yes. Yeah, that are Focusing on for, value, really. Yeah, real value. Yeah. This is a market that's been underutilized, under, you know, under under everything, like underrepresented. Yes. Nigeria is a massive, beautiful country, mm-hmm. but we are, I mean, there's a lot of decay and stuff that's going on. True. And, True. You know, it's almost like there's no end in sight as exactly. when these things will change. So, yeah. but there's a power of entrepreneurship. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's more it's more than you just making some money. It's yeah. it's power. You can create wealth. You can create mm-hmm. you know parts for people yeah. and create jobs. Mm. Yeah. So we need to look at it from that perspective and be more mission driven than, you know, capital driven. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Especially for Nigeria. Yes. Amazing. I just uh, remember this one question I was going to ask. Yeah. What was the process like sourcing for investors? Mm. And what did you do that, that you can share? Anything that you can actually share? Okay. Yeah, so all those resources are online. You tell your love things to do. But yeah. Uh, it's not like they work. <laughs> so, it's not black and white. So. Yeah, it's not black and white. <laughs> so I think um, my core, the, the core of it will be relationships. Okay. Yeah, it's cool to keep relationships, mm. you know. Um, it was easy for me to, to you know, get some money right off the bat when okay. the idea came because yeah. I had an investor who had invested in my previous startup company. Oh. Yeah. So all I had to do was just drop yeah. Draw him up the idea and mm-hmm. tell him what I was going to do. Yeah. We already had that relationship. Okay. He trusted me. Mm-hmm. He knew that I was going to do something with it. And, yeah. You know, in a okay. day or two, he signed the check to me. Wow. Yeah. If I wanted to do something else, yes. I'm sure he'll do the same because mm. he kind of like believes in relationship. Me. Yeah. So that relationship really yeah. mattered. Okay. You know, so, and, uh, you know, when you talk to investors, even if they are not like um, ready to go yeah. with you and all that, you know, as it might be things that are unclear to them and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So still, you know, 
um, keep that relationship, like send okay. them monthly updates. I do mm. that, send investors, all the almost all the investors I've spoken to monthly yes. updates, except the ones I've seen have gone rogue. Okay. Gone to somebody yeah. else. <laughs> take yeah. Off. yeah. Yeah. But for investors, I have investors that are, they've not done a deal with me, but we chat. Mm. Yeah. So when the and time comes, exactly. I tell you, you, it's a lot easier. Yes. Even yes. if you're not going to invest, then yeah. at least, um, you give me air and you'll be mm-hmm. able to like, yeah. So I think relationships really okay. matter okay. Uh, in this part of it. And because it's not a lot of, you know, um, investments out yes. there. So there's a lot more demand for it than the supply. True. So True. Uh, that relationship can get you a bit ahead, you know. Yeah. yeah. So and, okay. um, we should also, you know, be accountable. Okay. Yeah. I've seen a lot of um, stuff going on yes. recently. Like people are just like scamming. Oh, investors, really? Well, I don't know if you've been reading. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, There's one particular case that is really big. Let's yeah, not mention also, names. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not even mentioning names. Yeah. I'm just careful about that because yes. it's, um, I wouldn't want it to come a situation where, you know, Nigerians, you know, Nigerians are known for fraud. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want that to happen in this true, space. True. You know, it's not needed at all. At all. No, no, no. We should not go there at all. We should not go there. <laughs> so, uh, you know, people should be, should take responsibility mm-hmm. and then. Um, I like that. Uphold your integrity. Yeah, help, help the ecosystem. Exactly, help yeah. the ecosystem. Amazing. It's been awesome having you here with Thank us, Luther. Much. It's been truly insightful. Thank you. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't, in, in, for the life of me, had imagined that someone would actually enjoy working directly with customers oh. the way you do. And it's fascinating, wow. honestly. <laughs> I think that, that, that that's, um, there's a lot we can learn from that as regarding how you study your market and understand really what really drives your, your market, your business. I, 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 I truly appreciate your time with us. You. Um, that's been it on this week's episode, guys. Definitely join us next week as we will be speaking with yet another founder who we share with us their experience and drop insights like the one we've gotten just now from Luther. Don't forget to follow us across our social media at jamit.app. And always, I'm your host, Kemeshi Samo, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. That's all on this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe to the Made in Africa podcast on the Jamit app or wherever you get your podcasts. Your questions and or comments are appreciated. I'm your host, Kimishi Samo, and you've been listening to the Made in Africa podcast. <laughs>